Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. He's doing good things. And He never quits thinking about us. You know, a lot of people, they, they get in situations and places, and you guys have probably been there, and I've been there, and, and you think, and you look back and you say, I wonder where God is. And you know where He is? Right there. Right there. Every time, He's right there. If, even if you missed Him, even if you didn't see Him, He was right there. And He was helping you even when you didn't know it. He was bigger than you thought He was and more help than you'd ever known He was. And sometimes it's just a matter of us stepping back and receiving, just stepping back and being quiet for a minute and saying, Lord, I know You're good. Lord, I know You're kind. Lord, I know Your love. And You have only good things for me. Amen? And so many times when we'll just step back, We'll just step back for a minute. Because when you get into the situation, you can be overwhelmed. But when you get into God, you can overwhelm the situation. The the love of God will overwhelm anything. It will flood. It is a consuming fire. And there is nothing that can stand against us. But we've got to step back sometimes because I don't know if you guys have ever done it, but if you just start looking at all the things that are going on, sometimes you can just get overwhelmed. You're like, oh, wow. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? How, what in the world is going to happen? And, and you just got to step back for a second and, and because you, the next questions are questions you don't want to ask because the next questions are, I wonder why God isn't helping me. I wonder why he isn't here. Where's, where's he at? What, what are we going to do? You know, why, why did he leave me? He didn't. Step back in. Step back in. Look, look, for, where, look, look for him. Look to him because he's still always the answer. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life, He's good. He's always the answer. He's never the problem. And He's only good. Amen? Amen? And and He's looking to help us. He's looking to help us. Thank you. Pray this with me. Father God, for all those who are hurting, not just in Florida, partners, Churches, people that we know and are connected. We ask for your help for them. Lord, send them a measure of your love, of your kindness, that they might tangibly see and feel your presence and step back and know how good you are. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Sing this with me. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul. Rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear. 
May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. The love of God is amazing. And when we speak out of our heart, when we speak from our depths, we speak that language and we speak things that will help and our voice becomes strong and the sounds that we make become help. They become help to the situation. They become healing where it's needed. In your own life, in the life of people around you, when we begin to use our voice, when you say, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice, it's not just a song now. It's a praise. It's, it's something that comes from within you and goes out. It's, it's a strength. It's a sound that is making a difference. Amen? And, and that voice, it, it can be a voice of triumph. It can be a voice of rejoicing. It can be, it, it's the voice that, it's your inside voice. You know how, I don't know if your parents used to tell you, but when you were a little kid, if you talked too loud, they'd say, use your inside voice. I think God would say that to us all the time. Use your inside voice. Use the one that knows me. Use the one that trusts me. Use the one that has faith in me. Use the one that speaks power and love. Use the one that, that brings help. Use the one that takes you over, doesn't put you back. Amen? And, and, and you'll find the more you use that inside voice... The more you speak things, you'll, the less you'll be overwhelmed by what you see because you stay in what you know. Amen? Because with what we have in us, we can overwhelm the situation. Amen? I mean, look, look at the three, the three Hebrew children. They overwhelmed the fire with their knowledge of God in their heart, with the faith of the knowledge of who He was and how much He loved them. They overwhelmed a fire that was killing people that were putting them in. You know, they didn't, those guys that fell in because of the heat, they didn't come out. Right? Just the three. Why? Because, because the faith of God, faith in God, and, and the knowledge of His love will overwhelm the problems you're going through. They'll overwhelm the issues you're facing. They'll, they'll overwhelm and flood with His goodness the things that you're going through. Amen? Because guess what? In this earth, you're going to go through some stuff. But be of good cheer, as Jesus said. I've overcome the world. So overcoming is already in us. Our ability to overcome what's coming against us is already in us. But, but, but so many times we get in the situation and, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I first heard about faith, I was looking for a place where I didn't ever have any problems, right? But see, that's not what faith is. Faith is always in a place to go, to overcome the problem, right? You, you, and so, sometimes you get in faith to a level where that problem is just a little bitty. And sometimes you got to get in faith and jump, amen, because that problem's bigger than the last one you faced. But because of that faith in God, because of that inner voice, you can speak. You can sing. Amen? I don't know about you guys. I'm a car singer. 
I mean, people, people got to think I'm weird when I'm driving down. Cause not, I don't just sing. I sing as loud as I can in my car. I'm by myself. There's no reason why I can't. Right? And, and, and that's where I praise him. That's, that's when I find that quiet time and, and I let that voice out. Amen? Because letting that voice out makes you strong. Amen? The joy of the Lord is your strength. And as you let that joy out, you become stronger as you begin to sing and, and, and operate in these praises. I didn't even have you go to a verse yet, did I? Look at Psalm 6, uh, yeah, 69. When, when we operate in those levels, we, we still go through the stuff, but we don't, be, we don't get overwhelmed by it. Um, when it says you'll walk through the fire and not be burned, and it says you'll go through the flood, but it won't overflow you. And that word overflow is literally overwhelm. It's literally the word for that, one of the words for it is overwhelm. So what he's saying is you'll go through these things and they won't even overwhelm you. Why? Because I am in you. I am with you. Right? And when, when we operate with our inner voice, with our inside voice, and we speak the right things and we say, and, and, and we, we clap our hands and shout, and, and, and we praise even when it doesn't look like we should. Right? I mean, even when it looks like, well, why would I praise? Look where I'm at. That's the time to praise. That's the time to sing. When your flesh feels the least like it, that's the time to belt one out. That is it. Find the song that means the most to you and begin to sing it at the top of your lungs. Sing about His goodness. Sing about His love. Praise His name. Amen. Amen? And don't stop. Don't stop. And what you'll find, you know, I, I can guarantee you it's hard to stay si- sad singing Rejoice in the Lord Always. Amen. Right? Right? I mean, most of the time, you might even, you know, Rejoice in the Lord Always. Again, I say, I don't want to say. You keep singing it. You keep using your inside voice. Tell your outside voice to shut up because it's overwhelmed already. Guess what? The world is too much for your outside voice. Right? But it ain't even close to your inside voice. Amen? Your voice of praise, your voice of rejoicing, your voice of joy, your voice of triumph. It is bigger than anything you will ever face. Amen? And when we, when we look at them that way, then, then we begin to win the victories because it doesn't matter where you're at at that point because you're still rejoicing. Why? Because your voice of rejoicing never stopped. Amen? You're, you're walking through life. My mom did this. She hummed all the time. She was either singing a song or humming a song. She'd watch him. And she, if she wasn't talking, she was humming or praying in the Spirit, and she would sing in the Spirit. What was she doing? She was keeping herself strong. She was always looking to the, to the inside voice, the voice of triumph. She was ne- I remember moving out of houses. Now, uh, <laughs> I will say that nicely because we were being kicked out of the house because we didn't pay our rent. And she's singing. And, of course, we're like, Mom. Right? She wasn't even a bit crazy. She knew exactly what she was doing. Why? Because the devil wasn't going to get her. 
the enemy wasn't going to decide what she believed about God at any moment in her life. What she believed about God was what God showed her, right? What she had inside her. And and when our heart speaks instead of our head, we win. We win. If you don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed by the world, you will overwhelm it. Amen? If you'll allow yourself to overwhelm, if you'll allow your inner voice what did I say? Verse six, uh, uh, Psalm sixty-nine, verse thirty. It says, "I will praise the name of God with song, and will magnify Him with thanksgiving." Glory to God! You know, you know how big you can make God. As big as you want. How much you want to sing? That's what it says. You magnify Him with song. You, you, you're, you will magnify with thanksgiving. You're singing thanksgivings. And you're making him as big as you want him to be. As bi- and and, and you, can't, you don't have it. There's no place to stop because he's bigger than you'll ever make him. Right? right? Yeah. He, he's, he's got you covered. Yeah. Amen? But, but it's a matter of, of magnifying him with our thanksgiving. In other words, there's not a day where we say, well, I don't really have anything to be thankful for. You have something to be thankful for every day. Every day when we wake up, no matter what we're facing, no matter how big it is, no matter how hard it looks, we have the choice to speak triumph and victory or to speak weakness and defeat. I mean, think about Caleb and Joshua and the other ten. And they all came back and they all saw the same thing. But Caleb and Joshua spoke with their inside voice. Right? We're well able and we can take it. Let's go now and possess it. But the other ten, they were speaking with their outside voice. Oh, we're not able. There's giants. But they were were overwhelmed before they even got started. They were defeated before they ever left. Joshua and Caleb had already won without ever leaving the camp. Amen? Why? Because they they had the voice of triumph. They had the voice of praise. They had the voice of victory. Amen? And they weren't being stopped by the, the, the overwhelming circumstances because the circumstances were overwhelming. If you're looking at it in the natural, there's, there's not only giants, but there's giants on top of giants. Right? And there's people that, that have been beating us up for years, and they're here. Right? And we can't. We're not able. We're not able. What are they doing? They're overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed. So they can't overcome. Joshua and Caleb had already overcome. Amen? And, and, and these are places we'll get into. There's, there's two really bad places to be when it comes to praise, when it comes to thanksgiving. The, the one place is in Deuteronomy 8 where it talks about forgetting the Lord your God. Right? When you're so full that you forget to praise Him, that you forget who made you full. Amen? That's a bad place to be. Right? See, that's why I wanted to get faith. Because when I got faith, I could get everything I needed, and then I didn't have to deal with all this other stuff. You know, I had everything I needed. Right? And then I had faith, so I didn't have to deal with anything. And that's not, it's not reality, if you will. It's not faith reality. And it's not going to happen. But, but that's what they did, because he said, don't forget. He said, remember, don't forget. He told them three or four times within just a few verses. That it was the Lord that, that, that gave you the power to get wealth. 
that it was him that gave you the goodly houses, him that, that gave you all the livestock. Don't forget that. And better yet, because people say, well, I didn't forget. I just didn't, ha- I just didn't take the time. No, you take as much time praising him then as you did getting it. Amen? Because so much of the time, <clears throat> once we get there, we don't need God anymore. And so we get out of it. That's a bad place to be. The next bad, the next, there's two places. One's, one's so full you won't. The other's so overwhelmed you don't. Amen? Because you're so overwhelmed that you're, you, you just, you, you're blaming God. You can't see God. You're not looking for God. And you're looking to why God instead of thank you, God. I know you're here. I know you'll help. You know, you don't need to, the questions, the questions that arise, they don't, they're usually a question that arises in that situation is just the devil trying to get you to doubt the goodness of God. Because, well, think about this, <clears throat> Paul and Silas, all right, they're out preaching, make some people mad. Next thing you know, they rip their clothes off, take them, get them beaten, and they're in jail. Now, that does not appear like a singing situation. <laughs> Right? I mean, that doesn't appear at all like a praising situation. But when you believe you're in the will of God, when you believe and you know that you followed His plan, that you're doing the thing, then you believe God's going to do something greater than what you see. And you keep speaking with your voice of triumph. Amen? You keep speaking with your voice of faith. You keep speaking from the heart and not from what you see because they're in stocks in their feet chains in their hands, and they're in prison. And from what I can gather, prisons in that day weren't very nice. They're not really nice now, but they were really not nice then. But what'd they do? At midnight, Paul and Silas start praying and singing. They start praying and singing. That's crazy stuff, Right? Like if, if somebody came to visit you and you were in prison and you were put in wrong for the wrong reason, right, wouldn't you be complaining? Well, I can't believe that I was put in here. This is wrong. I need justice. Justice, justice. Come on, get me somebody. Get me out of here. This is wrong. Prove somebody wrong. I want somebody hurt for it. I want them to pay for it. And I want them punished. But instead, Paul and Silas, they'd be singing. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. They're probably they're probably singing that old Petra song, right? That one, the battle belongs to the Lord, right? How's that go? Uh, With heavenly armor we'll enter the land. The battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that's fashioned against us can stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honor, honor. That's something like that. It's a good song. That's probably probably Paul looked over at him and said, No weapon. Sing with me. Sing with me, Silas. Sing with me, Silas. Praise the Lord. Lift him up. He's our rock. He's our fortress. In him we can trust. Amen. We don't have, it doesn't end here with us. Something better is going to happen. And they're singing and they're praying and an earthquake happens and a jailer gets saved. 
And people would say, would God really put you through that to get one man saved? Yeah. Because if you ask Paul and Silas, nothing really happened. We went into prison and got some people saved. Right? Because when you're operating in your inside voice, the, the overwhelming circumstances don't override the overcoming power of God. Amen? And, and, and besides that, if you know you're there because, and how they got there, they got there for preaching the good news, for, for saying things that people didn't like, right? <laughs> if they'd have just liked it for a minute, it would have changed their life. Amen? And, and they got there for, for glorifying the name of Jesus. And, and that's, that's what it's all about. That, that, that's... That's what our life should consist of. When we walk out the door in the morning, we should have a song. We should have a song in our heart. When you walk out the door in the morning, you should be humming. Right? You should get in your car, sing as loud as you can to whatever you're singing. Amen? And, 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 and be ready for the next thing that God's got going on. Because it's going to be good. Amen? People say, well, you don't know what I'm dealing with. I don't have to. I know it's not as good as what He's got for you. Amen? They say, well, but, but what i got to deal, they're saying I might not make it. Jesus says you will. And if you don't, okay. Win-win. Right? Stay your course. Stay, stay, everybody should stay here as long as they can and do everything they can for the Father. But when we leave here, it, we're not losing. Right? We're not losing. We should still be singing the song we were singing the morning we left. Amen? Because you're getting ready to join a great big choir. Yeah, a great big choir. And man, when they say, let's sing praises to His name, man, you can hear it all over the heavens. Amen? But when we sing with our voice, with our inside voice, that's what God hears. When you begin to sing... Not to perform, but to praise. Then God hears that. He hears it just that loud, just that good. You say, well, my voice isn't that good. That's not what God heard. He heard a heavenly sound. A heavenly sound that was bought out of his love that, is, that, that has a desire to help somebody. Amen? And that's a good thing. That's a good place to be. Because in this day and time, you can sit around and get overwhelmed really quick. Amen? I flipped the news on the other day just for a second because I was trying to catch some of the stuff on, on the storm just to see where it was and what was going on. And they started playing other stuff. And you're like, <gasps> why? Because they're trying to scare you. Right? But then you've got to catch yourself and they say, wait, wait, wait. I've read the end of the book. We win. <laughs> we win. It doesn't matter what's happening. We win. you got people... That, that are posturing politically in the church right now because they're worried about what's going to happen to the world. You know, vote who you should vote for, but then praise God. Because that's, right. that's who's keeping me. It's not going to be anybody in the, in the presidency. It's not going to be any of the congressmen. It's not going to be any of the senators. Now, he may use some of them, but it's going to be him that takes care of me. Right. Amen? And, and with the voice of triumph, I will continually shout that. Because it's the goodness of God that's taking care of us. It's not the world or its resources. It's God and He's our help. Amen? It's pretty good.
It's pretty good stuff. Psalm 26. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 26, verse 7, it says, That I may publish with the voice, and that, that word publish means declare. Declare with the voice of thanksgiving. Now, inside you, no matter what's going on, you have a thankfulness. A thankfulness. of It's, a, it's your inside voice. And you can be thankful every day of your life. Amen? And, and when you get unthankful, if you'll start singing about thankfulness, right? I, I, I sing that song, Brother Moore's song, I am so thankful, I am so thankful, I am so thankful to you. You are so gracious and you are so good and I am so thankful to you sing that about a million times you'll say when i get bored with it no you only get bored when it's a song when it's a praise you'll never get bored with it you could sing it for days and you'd never get bored with it it's the difference between your inside voice and your outside voice if you're praising him from your head you know we've been watching these singing contests and they talk about your head voice and your chest voice have no idea what that is But in my chest is a heart. And in my heart, I have the faith and the love of God. I have the hope that Jesus Christ put in there. And from within that heart, I can sing. And I can sing like the best of them from within that heart. Amen? Because the goodness of God has been shed abroad. The love of God has been put in there. And I can give out of this. And I can operate out of this. And when I'm not operating in, in overwhelming circumstances, I'm overwhelming my circumstances and the circumstances of others around me. Why? Because they come, oh, you know what's going on today, Dave? I don't know what it is, but your name's in Lamb's Book of Life. I know you're healed. I know you're well. I know you're wealthy. I know you're prosperous. I know God's got your back. He's on your side. He's he's for you. He's not against you. You're the head, not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You are overcoming everything and anything that's coming at you. That's my inside voice. That's your inside voice. And when we talk that way, the devil has no weapon against it. No weapon against it. There's everything he throws out there. And just like Jesus, when you speak a word, a, a truth uh, out of your, from your heart, out of faith, it, it, it just burns it up. It consumes it because it was powerless. Amen? That I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving, not just publish with thanksgiving, but with the voice of thanksgiving, that I am thankful every moment, every day. I I sing thanksgiving songs. I praise God. I'm looking for a reason to praise. I'm praising without reason. (laughs) Praising without reason? Well, you never are, but you may think you are. Because we always have a reason to praise. Amen? We could stop right in the middle at any moment and just start singing a song, right? Just start praising Him with our mouth, with the voice of thanksgiving. We can stop all day long. Go in your office, shut the door, and sing, right? If somebody thinks you're weird, good. I'm weird, I'm weird healed. I'm weird prosperous. 
right? I'm weird overcomer. I am the weirdest overcomer you will ever see. I'm going to overcome so much you'll think I'm even weirder than the weird people. Amen? Why? Because with the, with the voice of thanksgiving, with the voice of triumph, with the voice of praise and joy, with, those, with that voice, I push through and over anything that comes against me. And it cannot continually stop me. But when I stop, then I'm stopped. Amen? Look, look at David. Look at Psalm 42. Psalm 42. That's where the song came. As the deer pants for the water. Right? It's the first verse. But then David starts complaining. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's kind of he's whining. Now, remember that like when it says the voice of rejoicing and salvation, it's not talking about the voice of whining and wah. <laughs> right? You know that I even looked up where it says, when I cry unto the Lord with, with my voice. In fact, it even says it, I cried to the Lord with my voice. And, and it's not, he's not just saying that you said it out loud. He's saying you said it from the right place, yeah. from a place he could hear. Yeah. Amen? Because sometimes we're screaming to him from here, and he's waiting to hear from here. Right. Amen? Because he knows what's going on in the world. He wants to know what you're going to do about it. What you're going to do about it is going to depend on which voice you use. Yeah. Amen? And, and, and if you use the voice of whining and wah, right? You go, that's what David was kind of doing. You know, I don't know why you don't redeem, you know, my enemies are against me. This is going on. And then all of a sudden he stops. He stops himself. He stops and he says, in verse 4, he says, When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude and went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise. He's saying, I, right now, I got the voice of whiny and wah, and I, I, I'm remembering the voice of joy and praise that I went with the multitude that kept the holy day. Yeah. See, when you stop yourself, you just step back. You step back. And, and, and he remembers the first, voice, first, the first verse he wrote. He didn't write it, actually. Cora wrote it, I think. But he, he starts remembering who he was, what was going on, where he'd been. And he remembered there was another voice besides the one that complained, besides the one that questioned God. And he said, this is the voice that said, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. Amen? And when he, when he found that voice, close your eyes. Sing this with me. As the deer panteth for the water so my soul longeth after thee you alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship you you alone are my strength my shield to you alone my spirit yields. You alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship you. Thank you, Lord. 
and you just get quiet for a second. It makes me feel better. You guys feel better? Right? Even if you felt good, now you feel a little better. Why? Because it's the voice of praise. It's the voice of thanksgiving. And, and, and no matter what went on in your day, no matter where you work, no matter what, what kind of things were happening, when you step back for just a minute and, and, and the voice of thanksgiving comes out and the voice of praise and honor towards God and, and you begin to, to, to make Him worthy, to, to bring Him value, to give Him back that place in your life that you let go. So, so often during the day we, we, we start out with good intentions and about midday, right? <laughs> you know what? I about had all I can take. <laughs> I got up in a pretty good mood singing the, go- singing the glory of God, but you've done took my joy, and you're getting ready to feel my wrath. That's the time to keep on singing because you're about to speak out of your outside voice, and you're not going to help you, them, or anyone else that comes around you the rest of the day if that's what you choose to do. But, but when people see you not do that, when they see you keep your peace, your joy, your love, when they see you walk in, in a manner that they don't see other people walk, then, then they look to you for answers. Why? Because he didn't freak out. Right? He, he, didn't, he didn't see that and start throwing a fit. And he didn't see that and go home or quit. He, he didn't see... When, when we operate through our inside voice, we have no quit in us. When you operate through your outside, when you, from your looks, you, you'll be so overwhelmed, you'll decide to quit now. Right? I, I'm going to quit before I even fight because I don't want to deal with it. But in your inside voice, from, from the voice of triumph... I mean, that's where he says, he said, clap your hands, all you people. Shout. You guys know that song, right? Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Clap your hands. Come on, sing. <laughs> all you people, shout unto God with a voice of praise. My mom used to sing that every morning. Either that or rise, shine, give God the glory. I'd say, Mom, I feel like sleep victory right now. <laughs> if you could quit singing. And then she would keep singing. Why? Because she wasn't singing to be heard. She was singing with the voice of triumph, with the voice of praise, with the voice of thanksgiving. She, was, she literally would clap her hands. Right? She knew every little scripture song. You know, that, and there's a million of them. And she knew them all. And there would be one that would fit your situation and irritate you as much as it possibly could, unless you would give in and start operating in the same voice she was operating in. Amen? Because when you did that, then God had something to work with. Amen? But, but, but David, he said, he, said, he said, I remember the voice of joy, the voice of praise with the multitude. That, and then, then he started talking to himself, why are you so downcast, soul? David talked to his soul a lot. He said, he, he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, why are you so downcast, soul? Why are you disquieted within me? You might as well hope in God. Listen to my voice. Quit, quit look, listening to your eyes. Quit listening to what you're seeing and what you're in and start listening to my voice. And that's sometimes what we need to tell ourselves. 
Quit listening to your flesh. Quit listening to your experience and listen to the truth. Listen to the love of God. Listen to the goodness of God. Listen to the one that's always been faithful, that's never failed you. See, that's why the devil spends so much time trying to discredit God with, with a lack of experience and religion because he wants us not to trust him. And God is completely trustworthy. He's never, ever failed anybody. And in our hearts, we know that. But in our heads, you start letting the devil, you start playing around with your thoughts and start fighting the devil with your thoughts, you will start thinking some of the stupidest things you've ever thought. And you will blend right in with the world. Right? Because why? Because you'll be living in fear every day of your life. Is anybody in here like living in, you know, fear is my least favorite emotion or whatever it is. Right? People say, you want to go on a roller coaster? No. <laughs> Why not? Because I don't. Fear is my least favorite emotion. You want to watch a scary movie? No. Fear is my least favorite emotion. Right? I, I'm not looking to be afraid. I'm looking to be not afraid. Unafraid. Why? Because there's nothing good about being afraid. What, what, you know, when you get off a roller coaster, and I know some people like them and go on them. I'm not saying anything bad about roller coasters. But if you're afraid when you're on them, you feel really horrible because your muscles are all tense because you've been like this for the whole ride. And, man, you don't feel good at all. you got a headache now, and really you're about to puke. <laughs> and it's time to go home. One ride, and you're done. Lots of that. My daughter, she'll ride every one of them. Say, it's not scary, Dad, to you. Right? I'm not going to conquer my fear of roller coasters. Not going to try. Right? Not afraid of the roller coaster because I'm not going on the roller coaster. Amen? You know what? Some man built that. God didn't. Now, if God tells me to get on the roller coaster he built, glory to God. We'll go that direction with it. Amen? Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 100. If you read through the psalm, what you find is that David spent a lot of time, and the people that wrote the psalms, the psalmist, praising God and singing. They spent an enormous amount of time singing. In fact, his people would probably call them slackers because they'd say, all you do is sing. Because they did. They, they sung every chance they gave. Sing unto the Lord. Sing for this. Sing for that. Sing because you woke up. Sing because you're going to bed. Sing because you ate dinner. Sing. They sang. Why? Because they weren't just performing. They were constant worship and praise to God. They were worshiping the Lord and praising God. And they were keeping themselves in a place where they wanted to be, a place that they were underwhelmed all the time and overcoming. Amen? They, they, weren't, they weren't concerned about what was coming at them because they saw who was for them. Amen? And if God be for you, it doesn't matter what... I mean, how big would it need to be? It couldn't be. God's on your side. He's right there. It doesn't matter what's coming against you. He's right there. He's right here. 
You can't be hurt if you just hold his hand. Amen? Psalm 100, verse 2, it says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Do you guys wake up every morning in your morning prayer? Singing, right? You, you, got, you need to start. You got to pick a song. It's your morning prayer now. It says, come before his presence with singing. So, so you got to come, right? You got to come prepared with a song. You don't even have to know what you're going to do, but you got to be ready to sing. And, and, and that's, that's where we miss. We say, well, they don't really mean sing because I'm really not much of a singer. You're a great singer. You were built to sing. You were built to sing praises to the Lord, not built to perform. Amen? Your voice was put in you to make a difference. You know, people say, oh, they're, they've got such a wonderful gift. If they're not using it for the Lord, it's no gift at all. Why? Because it's not helping anybody. Gifts are made to help people. And they were given a gift by God, but if you don't use that gift for God, then you'll never help anybody with it. Amen? And they'll be just as overwhelmed as people that aren't singing at all because they're not using their gift to praise God. Your gift was built to glorify Him. Your gift was given to help others. That glorifies God. Amen? It says, serve the Lord with gladness. Gladness. Joy. Amen? Remember what He said in Deuteronomy 28? He said, because you didn't. Serve the Lord with gladness of heart. For the abundance of all things. And then people say, yeah, he took stuff away. No, he didn't take anything away from them. They lost it. God doesn't take stuff away. You lose it. Right? In fact is, all you got to do is start being glad from your heart and you get it right back. Why? Because you stepped away from it. It didn't step away from you. Amen? Did you know that no matter how far away from God you get, he'll still be prosperous? (laughs) <laughs> but as close to him as you'll get, you could be prosperous too, right? But, but we spend too much time out here being overwhelmed by the anti-prosperity to be close to the prosperity, right? I don't know. I got so many bills you just don't know. Sing. Sing, right? See those bills? Sing hallelujah to the Lord, <laughs> right? See the doctor's report. Sing hallelujah to the Lord, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah to the Lord, right? Doctor's report, he is the Lord that healeth me, he is the Lord that healeth me, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah. He is the Lord that healeth me. Teach, showing you, giving, giving you all these songs. You can wake up tomorrow morning and you start singing one of them. Amen. Right? Because all you got to do is sing it from here. Right? And then it's the right song. It's the exact right song when you sing it from here. If you get it up here, toss it out. Wait till you get it right here. And then just start singing. Now, you ever notice sometimes you just start singing a song and you'll notice at the end of the day you're still singing it? Now, you ever notice if you're singing a worldly song, you got to find something to get that out of your head. 
I've actually got three or four songs that the minute I start catching on to a worldly song, I'll immediately throw this song in there, right? Because it'll take it out of my mind because I don't want to sing worldly songs all day, right? Because they don't have any faith. They're not even the best of them got nothing to offer. Amen. I mean, won't you play another somebody done somebody wrong song and make me feel at home? Right? Because I missed my baby. <laughs> and like, what's the verse that <laughs> Play me a real hurting song about a love that's gone wrong. <laughs> wow. You're really looking to be upbeat now. And no wonder you can't even clap during Rejoicing Lord. Rejoicing Lord. Real hurting song about a love that's gone. No. <laughs> Get away. Run. Run as fast as you can and run to your scripture and says, sing praises to the Lord. Right? Come before Him in thanksgiving. You can even, I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will. And you can just start singing. Sing something that takes you away from that. Right? If you see a hee-haw commercial, don't sing their song. That's how they get in. Right, you start looking, oh yeah, do, doom, despair. Now, yeah, I remember that, boy, that was funny. Get rid of it because it'll hang with you all day long. You'll be in the car and you'll be, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, wait, now hum something else, right? Find a different song. Glory to God. Singing is powerful, but praising, even if just speaking the praise of God, the sound of praise is powerful. I mean, God didn't say, get up on the wall or go up to the wall and, and, and just look at it. He said, shout at it. What are you shouting? Shouting with triumph. Shouting with triumph. Right? What was it? Who was it? Jehoshaphat? That he said, or, yeah, Jehoshaphat, wasn't it? He said, he, he assigned people singers to go out in front. Right? Now, you got to be in faith if you're one of those singers. Right? Because you got like a harp and a trumpet and some musical instruments and your voice. But if you know God, you know that voice you got is greater than any army that's coming against you. Amen? The voice that you're speaking with, the voice that you're singing with. And what was it? They said, uh, they said, uh, and when, and when they began to sing, when they began to sing, it doesn't say when they lifted up their swords. It doesn't say when they got their spears out, when they put up their shield, their armor was so strong. You know what? They wouldn't even really have needed armor. Why? Because they weren't even going to fight. The battle belonged to the Lord. Right? And the minute they started singing, how powerful is the voice of praise that it can defeat a whole army without doing anything but singing? Amen? Not, not because the song, but because of the praise. What they sing? The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. All they did was speak truth. And when they spoke it, the glory of God, the, the, the goodness and the mercy of God protected them and set these people against themselves and they all killed each other. Amen? Just as they were smitten. I don't know if you've been smitten, but you don't want to be smoked. Smote, smitten, or any otherwise. I think that literally means they were killed. 
Amen? Well, from what? How'd, that, how'd, the, how'd the battle go? Well, we sang and they died. Right? And it wasn't because the singing was bad. It was because the singing was so good. Amen? Because when we began to sing with the voice of praise, when we begin to do things that because, because of God has put them in us, when we begin, when we begin to use that power, that, that power in our voice, that sound that has faith in it, God's looking for that. So he, when, he, when He hears you start singing, He's looking for that tinge of faith. Yeah, there, there's that twang. That, yeah, that's that southern twang of faith. And, oh, I hear some hope in there too. Oh, yeah, and there's the love. I got them all three. I got them all three. That's the song I wanted to hear. Glory to God. And that, that's what happened when they started singing. They started singing, the, the, the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. And, and these people just went nuts on themselves. And they just sat and sang. Glory to God. They probably closed their eyes, didn't even know what was happening. Right? It's for the Lord is good. Yes, the Lord is. And they could hear. But they just shut their eyes and praised Him. Why? Because they knew where they were. They knew the voice they were using. And they were confident in what was getting ready to happen. Amen? God's good. And He's doing good things. He, he, he wants us to shout. He wants us to sing. He wants us to operate from our inside voice. Do exactly what your parents told you when you were young. Use your inside voice. Use it every day. Use it as often as you can. Sing with it as, as often as possible. Amen? And, and praise the Lord our God because He's worthy to be praised. When David stood up and he said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. He's, he's talking to himself silly, saying, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord. Stop and bless Him. Do you realize He forgives all your sins? He heals all, or heals all your diseases? He, he redeems your life from destruction? Bless Him. Bless Him. Because He's worthy. He's the God that heals you. He's the God that saves you. He's rescued you. He keeps you. He's a good God doing good things. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Stand with me. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Just thank Him. Thank Him. You know, you don't need a reason to thank the Lord. We already have 10,000. And after you get to the end of those, you'll have 10,000 more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Matt, you got a song? I sing praises to your 